RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition. It is the 14th day of the month of June, and boy, will it be a very exciting week. So excited to be back. Uh, hope everyone had a great weekend and uh, looking forward to connecting on this Monday evening. Want to find out what you have been keeping an eye on. And I got a couple articles in front of me here. And a lot of things are surfacing now. Nothing surprising because we all kind of knew what was on the forefront uh, as far as what the globalists had in mind. And then after having a chance to sort through a couple uh, articles this weekend from this whole G7 you know, puppet show, uh, what really stood out to me was the, the, the possibility of the war drum starting to beat. Because uh, I remember over the last year or two, especially, the question has always been, Mike, you know, do you see war? Can you see us going to war? I'm like, uh, it's always on the table. It's uh, it's usually the last option of, out of many that might come up in front of us. But yet with this Build Back Better <laughs> initiative, I can definitely see this being something that could create some military conflict with the, our eastern neighbors. And so we'll see how it plays out. But I got a couple of thoughts I want to share with you. And I'm also curious to get your thoughts. So welcome to the live stream. For everybody tuning in, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button. Uh, shows your support for the channel. And hopefully it informs a couple people to uh, tune in. Let, uh, let the YouTube algorithms know that people are interested in actually connecting with us live sometimes. So what I'm going to do, typical format. Let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And then when the phone line is open, 313-462-0027. We'd love to hear your voice directly with questions, thoughts, concerns, or whatever. And then before I do that, let me dive in, do a little maintenance on my side, and then we will jump right into it. And so once again, phone lines open up, you know, maybe 10 or so minutes after I finish, you know, my little rant and uh, going over some topics of the day. So hold on to the calls. You'll get that heads up when it's time to speak directly over the phone. But in the meantime, throw a uh, thought or chat out in the comment and I'll touch it as I scroll through real quick. But let me do a little maintenance first. So as always, for those that are, might be new to the channel, RethinkingTheDollar.com is where you go to stay connected throughout the day. I got articles on gold, silver, crypto. We got like free download reports there with a lot of nuggets inside of them. And then also I make sure that I keep my videos posted up there as well as recommended videos. And then at the very bottom, uh, I think the first step towards unplugging or waking up from this whole monetary matrix we're in is basically testing your level of understanding on what the dollar or the Federal Reserve note is. And so the awakening period is step one. 10-step quiz, so far the average is 60%. And so people still need to be plugged into this information. So I encourage you guys, if you've taken it already, share this link and just send it to a family friend member. Let them have a chance to be exposed to some things that they may not be familiar with. And then from there, if they're interested, they can go to step two, which is more information. And then, of course, the very final one is joining the community after you at least buy at least one ounce of something from wherever, from whoever you choose to. The best protection hedge against a destroy a currency that's been destroyed happens to be sound money itself. So that's the ultimate goal of this whole process here. And then also this Wednesday at 9.30 p.m., the Patreon gang is hanging out. So all the supporters of the channel get a direct link from me to connect via Zoom off air to join me face to face on screen. You can just let it all out, rant all you want. We can do it together and have fun with it, encourage one another. So simply just become a member of the Patreon gang, show your support, and then you'll be able to join us this upcoming Wednesday at 930. So should be a good time. And then for those that want to connect with RTD beyond YouTube, I'd encourage you to do so. If you have any other social media platforms that you're a part of, which I encourage everybody to have multiple, 
because you never know when YouTube might change the name of the game. But yeah, from here on down, every Patreon, Instagram, Telegram, audio podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Rumble, Library, BitTube, Gab, BitChute, Minds, you name it, we're everywhere. Most important ones happen to be the Discord, which is something daily I grab all the articles from for most part. And then also I want to encourage you guys to join the email list, join the email list as well as the text line, which is beneath this video here. And you'll get notified by me directly weekly as well as uh, every evening when we go live. So and then the last one uh, of the evening, want to make sure everybody knows that the get your weight up round is still available. Limited edition round, one of a kind. No two coins are alike. If you're interested, feel free. Support the channel while getting your weight up as well. So let's move right along. Let me check in via chat real quick, and then we will keep plugging along, man. Got a lot of stuff I want to touch on, and then it's not a talk show unless you have somebody to talk to. So as I mentioned in the in the, the pinned comment, you know, bring a topic, let your voice be heard. So we got Renee Montenegro. We got Ed. We got Jay Ham. We got Dude Boy. Uh, what else we got? Vu Tran Dam Tam. We got Daryl in the building. We got uh, Tom. We got our mother's way. We got uh, let me see here. We got Manuel. We got Benjamin Fleming says silver premiums are crazy now. I went to I went to my local guy and it was like six dollars over spot for generic and silver eagles were twelve over spot. Benjamin. Get used to it, man. Get used to it, man. That's that's what it is from this point on. And so we're going to, you know, I would expect premiums to be relatively high. But then once again, you add the premium on top of the spot price, it'll be less than, say, $40 at this current moment. That's probably the cheapest it's going to be for quite some time. Given the fact there's all this concerns of increased asset prices, i.e. inflation, while the Federal Reserve aims to fight deflation, it's like all this debt is like I was trying to think of an analogy to use. You know, the debt debt based system, the credit system itself is imploding on itself because no debt, no future debt can be repaid unless more debt is brought into existence to service that prior debt. So it's like a, a vortex is just, you know, feeding upon itself. You know, debt and this credit system of a, of a economy we have, it's kind of like cancer. And that's probably a, a gruesome analogy, but yet, you know, cancer needs a host in order to survive. It needs fresh sales in order to survive. And that's how I use this analogy with this whole debt-based system we're in, because it can never grow organically. It has to be created artificially when somebody signed their name on a signature, taking out a new loan. So, yeah, and that's how we're having problems with that. So, anyway, keep it moving. What else? We have a couple more chats. We got Faith Parent. We got Tim Goodson. We got No, no Tornadoes. Uh, we got uh, H. Jones in the booth. We got Nazir. What else we got here? Uh, let me see. We got Scott. We got Joff. Uh, send the robots to fight. Leave the humans at home. Yeah, that would be good. All right, Inspector. Let me see. Inspector Jason in the building. Okay, Kenneth. All right. So I appreciate everybody for taking time to join. Man. As I mentioned, hit that thumbs up. Show your support for the channel. And then let's dive right in. And so <sighs> over the weekend, we had a lot of chance, a lot of opportunity rather to, you know, just be bombarded with all the mainstream narrative of the Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> leadership group supposedly but one thing that stood out to me and i'll actually just thumb through these quickly because i see the phone are phones are ringing right now and i want to make sure i get my rant out before i let you guys get your rant out but uh pop it up right here and so this number here think about this joe biden goes global with a 40 trillion build back better for the world infrastructure plan now just think about that 40 trillion dollars and mind you if I'm not mistaken, let me check and make sure uh, it's, it's been a while since I since I've checked. But let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah, I got it right there. Uh, so it, it's been a while since I've che checked the debt clock. 
And so we're still cruising. We're still cruising. It hasn't stopped yet. We're at twenty eight point four trillion and counting. Still waiting on the American rescue plan or build back. But one of them American plans they put out there to take it. It is already above 30. But yeah, it's just this clock. here. I'm not sure how they continue to calculate it below 30. But so here we have, you know, twenty eight trillion and counting. And this current administration, president and thief. Uh, once super, I'm sorry, pretender and thief, you know, for those that might be new, I'm not, you know, Republican, Democrat, I'm straight up the middle. I'm more of a libertarian mindset. You know, I'd rather have less government, no government, let people make a choice for themselves type of person, but that's just me. So I might use you know, analogies to refer to, you know, Republicans and Democrats. It's all the same. You know, they all went through some Ivy league or they take orders from somebody that went through Ivy league, you know, you know, skull and bones, you know, all the type of stuff. So anyway, but $40 trillion. And so first thing that came to my mind was when I saw $40 trillion, I'm thinking like, this no way, it's no way possible that they can squeak any more purchasing power out of the Federal Reserve note looking to run any type of plan globally or however they come up with this type of package of $40 trillion. And the reason I say that is because we're, we're, we're literally the Federal Reserve note at this current moment is operating on fumes. Let me show you what I'm referring to. We are currently right now sub-zero as far as what an actual Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar, can actually purchase you in comparison to what it could have purchased when this thing was first created. And so this goes into a lot of my spiel over the weekend about my rant with Bitcoin and how things just happen to be very timely. You know, this debt cycle has ran its course. The Economist cover mentioned in 1988 that by 2018, there will be burning currencies and we would need a new world currency. And voila, <laughs> we got the savior. Saint Saint Satoshi <laughs> might get a Nobel Prize for saving humanity with uh, some computer algorithm codes. OK, but anyway, I don't want to rant. I don't want to I don't want to piss anybody off. I noticed I got a lot of people heated, which I'm glad because it gets people talking. Let's talk about this type of stuff, the challenging stuff. But anyway, 40 trillion dollars. There's no way they can squeak this out. So what does that mean? That means the Federal Reserve note will go supernova. They're going to try to get as much. They're going to try to drain as much as they can out of this current system before they let this thing collapse. That's that's why the whole push and incentive to try to go digital is right here. You know, here's more more to this. There's no way that you can get more purchasing power out of something that's already sub zero in, in, in actual purchasing or actually what you can actually purchase for one single unit of a currency, your note. But think about this. How are they going to save the world with this build back better world infrastructure? That means that taxpayer unrealized future taxpayer uh, contributions will be used today to try to build back better around the world, which means the U.S. is going to try to fund everything. And so once again, that's one of the things that the prior administration was very adamant about not wanting to do. Why is the U.S. always going over everywhere trying to defend everybody and trying to pay for everything? Why are we sending all those you know, relief bills. Why are they sending a hundred billion here, a hundred million here, fifty million? They sending all this hush money just within the last couple months, within the last bill or two. The U.S. happened to send, you know, several billion dollars, million dollars down to the Central American region for what? And then Guatemala Harris go down there to Gu Gu Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico. She did her rounds, and I'd imagine all those countries got funds for what? Other than it's hush money or some, you know, I'll scratch my back. You scratch more. Let's just keep this whole cabal situation going here. And so it's one of those things where forty trillion dollars is not possible. And it says by twenty thirty five, the Federal Reserve note will not be operational by twenty forty five, twenty thirty five. Why? So what this means to me when I see this, 
get all you can out of the system while you can for yourself, which means take every disposable unit that you are able to get your, get a hold of. And you, you know, the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking, like literally. Like we just look at the cost of operating in this country right now with the in, intentional push for inflation on top of the fact that the monetary base is going parabolic and interest rates is at zero. Like just from the video I did earlier with uh, Cuba, the fact that they are literally like they're, they're, they're hard pressed for any type of storage of, of value in that country of which local currencies are just being destroyed. And I think the Phoenix, the 1988 economist cover did a good job of telling us that this will be the time frame that that would take place. And here we are. It's happening. Anyway, I got carried away with that rent. Forgive me. Okay. A couple more articles here. A couple things here. Okay. Um, and so one of the, I highlighted a couple of things here that I want to touch on that uh, was not in that other article, but it got some quotes here. Um, and so this is just some things that are just worth thinking about. Okay. The build back better world initiative. I always knew that the Belt and Road Initiative was going to have some opposition, but I didn't realize that it would come about in something that is outright a globalist, like, you know, you know, World Economic Forum, you know, United Nations. It's like this whole Build Back Better originated with the United Nations and all those other groups that came about from from without public voting or anything like that. But just just to be outright bold, make this the global initiative that a good portion of here Americans here in this country, you know, let me know if, you, if I'm wrong. I personally have no interest in any of this. I don't I mean, that you know, at, at what point do we the people get a chance to vote and say, hey, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is not you know, we don't want to build back better. I don't want to build back better. No, let's redo all this by first starting at the top. Let's get rid of a good portion of all the government entities that don't that have no real use case. What does a government entity actually produce other than a, a plan to spend after they've created the problem? Like, you know, come on now. But anyway, I don't want to rant too much. Long. OK, so it says, quote here, this is not just about confronting or taking on China. OK, so, the, so at least they're upfront, honest how all this came about, because it's about China. <laughs> it says a senior official in Biden's administration said, quote, but until now, we haven't offered a positive alternative that reflects our values, our standards and our way of doing business. OK, so let's think about this. Our values, you know, our values is basically shown in one simple figure right here. So this is our values like, you know, do whatever it takes to protect the current status of the petrodollar by any means necessary send military across the world to make sure everybody know that you can only use this particular mechanism okay that's a value okay sure and then let me go to the next one here uh where my page go let me find my page where my page go let me find my page okay there go my page okay our standards what exactly is our standards you know i would say that our standards happen to be easy credit lack of morale morality rather um cor corruption uh yeah you didn't you know anybody else throw out some throw out some standards that you know this current political for infrastructure theology slash philosophy that we currently operate under actually has i'm curious to hear what you guys think values and standards and our way of doing business right ultimately the united states of america bullies the world and i think china and russia were tired of us, us doing the imposing our military might upon the world. So they decided to just do something that they felt was best for, I guess, themselves primarily, but also the rest of the world. Now, here we have two entities. We got the Belt and Road Initiative, which is already underway. They've been using Federal Reserve notes to fund it. And then we have the Belt and Road World Initiative at a time where 
this type of stuff to me spells a setup a setup in the context that the Belt and Road Initiative was designed to basically force everybody's attention to go towards the east out of the hands of the of the central banking you know organizations and and, and shift to some other form of a world currency. That's what ultimately this is about. Well, it looks like the globalists still want to hold on to the Federal Federal Reserve note, aka, you know, and, and stick with and roll in the SDR concept into all of that. And it looks like they'll be willing to probably definitely cause some military issues moving forward. So mind you, this coming out, so everything this Belt and Road World Initiative is going to do is going to nitpick at every single thing that China and Russia have already put together. So all the currency swaps, all the agreements and infrastructure development in Africa, all the, the, the railroad initiatives, all the maritime, you know, Silk Road aspect of things, the U.S. is going to start put, picking it all at. And of course, Europe is coming along as puppets. And so, of course, because military might happens to be here in the U.S. supposedly. And so once again, I think the European nations, primarily the queen. Did you see how buddy, buddy, you know, you know, Biden was he's, you know, behind everybody in the G7 meeting. But yet how they pay so much homage and respect to the queen as if she is like we're still running things <laughs> or like, you know, the crown. The crown probably is, is running all of this, to be honest with you, and whoever owns the crown, really. So but it is very sad to see, uh, you know, the, the 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 narrative that America is back, like, you know, in one of these quotes here, it says something like America's back. And I'm thinking like, you know, where the hell do we go? I felt a lot more confident and stronger that our country was taking a stand under the prior administration just because we were saying no to every damn thing. Whereas now it's like, you know, we can afford everything. We can give everything. Yeah, sure. Just take it upon American taxpayer backs. That's OK. That's what they're for in the first place. That's why they got Social Security numbers. They are property anyway. OK. And then another thing here, I got more. I'll, I'll skip that. I'll skip that. Fed explorers once in a century bid to remake the U.S. dollar. And so when I saw that, you know, I, I mentioned this in my little rant about Bitcoin, but I'm thinking like, wow, you know, a once in a century. Well, of course, it's, it took a century to destroy the Federal Reserve note. Let's look at this. It took a century, you know, 108 years, give or take, to actually bring this thing to negative purchasing power, ultimately. And so, wow, it, it, what better time to do this than right now? <laughs> but yet, once again, the Economist cover said that in 2018-ish, the world currencies would be burning. So it's like, wow, well, damn, they planned this. They planned this to the T. Like we're right where they want us to be. And for people to think that, you know, BTC, Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto and the white paper happens to be that entity or whatever technology was built on top of it. Sure, a lot of good things came from it. Technology has definitely done wonders for creating opportunity for a lot of people. And I use the word financially oppressed. And the reason I use financially oppressed in my little rant was because the maximum the level of passion and love and enthusiasm for just this alone is so extreme that it's spooky. You know, I, I always thought that, you know, the gold and silver bugs were, you know, uh, extremists. You know, I, I think stackers can be considered extremists because be careful, you know, never place gold and silver or, or, or digital token in a position to where you idolize it and it becomes your life just because your life is not your own. And then, of course, I got something from from the good book this morning that I want to share at the end of all this. But um, it's one of the things where it can be spooky. And I'm thinking, like, ultimately, no matter how much financial planning, how much food prep, how much energy, water, stew, gun, bullets, whatever, 
we're, what we're up against is something a lot greater than that. This is a, a demonic spiritual warfare we're up against to where it's only so much you can do in the natural before ultimately everything boils back down to the spiritual. Because the, at the end of all this, all this, let me actually show with you real quick something that I think is really telling of what the agenda is. And it's written all on this title right here. It says G7 leaders agree on the V word, China and taxing corporations. So the very first word in that to me is what this is ultimately all about and once again how did i get this let me stop this anyway and so it's the fact that they have proposed let me see why i lost all my i lost my page anyway the u.s is contributing 500 million 500 million doses to poor nations here we go here half of the billion dose is pledged coming from the u.s united states and 100 billion from britain canada said it will give 100 million france 60 million and the leader said that they pledged 870 million doses directly over the next year so imagine 870 million doses what exactly are they planning on doing with all those doses outside of just putting it into the arms as the current pretender and thief keeps mentioning What's the long term side effects of though of that particular process there? And that's what people seem to be not really taking in consideration heavily. Like, you know, it's one thing to talk about financial matters, monetary system. That's what this channel was founded upon. But yet things kind of shifted once we were introduced with a with a, with a life changing, game changing <sighs> ordeal, because and this is sad to say, and I, and I might regret this, but I will just have to live with it. But ultimately. Based upon, and I appreciate the, the community members sending me an email about the whole dangel.com and how based upon whatever the calculations are for that number that they gave us. So let me actually see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. Let me copy. I'm so, I'm just, so everybody, you know, you may not be, it might be some, some might be familiar with it, but let me just show you this real quick because I think this, this right here is more nerve-wracking than any concern on really how much you know you're gonna be balling and millionaire crypto millionaire you know all that stuff but so this is something i talked about i think we first came across this about a year ago maybe two years ago and and it's from theangel.com and it's you know a, a military da -da 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 type website and so it's just it was just very interesting to see that in 2017 we had 327 million in this country and by 2025 there's only gonna be 100 million according to whatever they use to measure the amount of or or, or the the lack of uh, citizens that will be around so that's over is that was that 227 million people and so to me everything boils down to this current global pandemic that we're experiencing because a lot of people won't be here, unfortunately, if that succeeds. And that's something to be very concerned with, because where does all that wealth go from the remain from, from that would be left over that people leave here? And that's how I think it's going to be easier for them to say you'll own nothing, be happy with it, because a lot of it will just become a property of the state or property of Uncle Sam type of thing. So, OK, so let me get to one more article. I'm going to stop ranting. I promise. I promise. And so let me share with you this last article here. It came up in the chat or the discord micro strategy may sell 1 billion in stock to buy more bitcoin and so i, I put out there daryl it's just you know this guy is going head long into btc to where micro strategy is not it's not even a software company anymore he he does nothing he says nothing socially about software 
every tweet he says is Bitcoin. What is this guy up to? And he's willing to bet everything on it. And it just makes me wonder, either he's going to be right or he's going to be wrong. It's only two ways. He's going to be extremely happy or he will probably end up, you know, taking his own, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's going to end up hurting himself if he bets it all. And it turns out to be what he what it what it what, what it might not end up being, given the fact that nobody want to talk about the 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 mysterious nature of how we arrived here at the end of a currency cycle when they told us that in 2018 there was going to be some world currency el salvador opens the door up it's going to be six or seven other nations by the end of the summer that add some stuff you know that legislation legalizing as a tender and it's just going to go from on and on and on all along it's like man like is that a good thing or not so i don't know but i'm gonna stop ranting anyway okay so i apologize for going too long but i had to lay all that out there so what does this mean ultimately Build Back Better World Initiative, unfortunately, the globalists will continue to pick at Russia and China, and they're going to try to disrupt every single thing that they've worked on over the last seven years, eight years since the bill, the BRICS ultimately came up with the concept of forming their own monetary structure, investment structure, trading structure. All of that was supposed to be done without the dollar. Now that this Build Back Better World Initiative is in play, I would imagine that there's going to be some some run-in somewhere on this planet, whether it be in Africa, definitely in Europe. They're going, you know, so Europe gonna start cracking back on all the Belt and Road Initiative stuff that's supposed to come through because Belt and Road Initiative was supposed to go from the tip of China all the way to Portugal at some point, and then of course down to Africa. So you better believe it's going to be some things uh, uh, that the U.S. will try to get involved in. And once again, you only can, you know, you know, a bully can only pick at somebody long enough before they decide to bite back and. When they bite back, mind you, I don't. I'm not too confident in American military might, especially the, the way our military has been hollowed out over the last umpteen years intentionally. And so, anyway, but anyway, let's talk. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. Um, let's let's get this party started. What do you guys want to talk about? Any of the subject matter? Add your two cents on top of it. It's your time to talk. And then also hit the thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Then I want to make sure that uh, let me get to this call here. Let me get to this call here. We can get this party started. Hello, caller. Where are we calling from? Hello. Hello. Hi there. How you doing? Where are we calling from? Hey there. How you doing? What's what's going on? Give me a quick thought. I'm not gonna give you a quick thought. You've been ranting all night. Belt and Line Road is the most stupid thing I've ever heard of. We got a a bowler to the pig. With that little connection, we've got this COVID nineteen all over the world, and you want a road to run around in the middle of this shit? No, no, no. The other one I got going is uh, China is surrounded by enemies. They've done it themselves, and the money they've lent out to third world countries mm-hmm. are debt traps. They're yeah. not making any friends. Yeah, and Russia and China. Our natural enemies. Look in your history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the same thing I dropped onto you when you were talking about. Uh, oh, where was it? Somewhere in South America, that China and Russia were going to go to South America when you got the Monroe Doctrine mm-hmm. and no uh, logistic power line. Yeah. So there I am with that. The one thing I want to drop on your head real quick yeah. is everybody look at the market cap for the cryptos. And tell me what you think. Yeah. Other than that, you have fun, and that's as short as I can blast you. All right, my man. Appreciate your call tonight. Thanks for calling in. 
All right, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Give me a call. Let's talk. Give me a call. All right. And also, I want to make sure you guys are aware of, as you see, scrolling around down at the bottom, the RTD text line. And so what I try to do is to reach out to everybody directly so everybody can get notified. So email list or the text line will be the best ways because the notification bell is going to be sus suspect So at, at best. So I wouldn't rely upon it. So if you do want to make sure you connect it, I would encourage you to do either one of those. All right. Uh, hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hi, Mike. This is uh, Casey calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Casey, how you doing, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. I, um, I know a lot of times in the past you've asked, you know, why was Trump elected? And you say, was it kind of to expose all the the Trump supporters or the, you know, the pro-American that won't go along with the New World Order? Mm-hmm. But anyways, this is this is what my take on it is. Uh, basically, there's two reasons. Um, one of them is the Belt and Road Initiative. Mm-hmm. Trump was a uh, Trump was put in power because one, eighty uh, percent of all the oil that China gets comes from the South China Sea. That's why they're building all those uh, those islands out there, mm-hmm. and eighty five percent all the junk you get from Walmart comes from that sea. Yeah. And two, you know, um, the AIB and the BRICS banks were were taking over too much of what the IMF and the World Bank do, and right. uh, Trump was put in to put China in check. And the second reason why Trump was probably put in was Obama was making Israel very angry. He, uh, he tried to make BB lose that not who loses election. Mm-hmm. He exposed their nuclear weapons program. Mm-hmm. He, uh, did the Iran deal. And he's been, you know, I remember watching a gold video of Obama saying he, he ranted. He said, Oh, Israel needs to protect itself by itself. And he, he was just, you know, ranting at the Israelis and, you know, APAC and the Israeli lobby mm-hmm. had enough, and they just kind of wanted to let them know, remind everyone who's boss. And they, um, anyways, but, uh, but yeah, the, the whole reason with the Belt and Road Initiative was, um, or the whole reason why I think one of the reasons why Trump was put in was to put China in check and, uh, mm-hmm. also the, the, the Democrats. All right. Uh, they, they, they stepped on too many toes. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, I, I don't doubt that at all. Thanks for calling and sharing your insights. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Phone lines are open, people. We got about, uh, let's say, over, over 200 people here. You know, I should be getting some calls from some people who have thoughts or concerns or questions or anything. Feel free. You know, it's the People Talk Show. Once again, it's for you guys to be able to share your voice when I'm not ranting. So right now, I don't want to rant because if not, I can go on a nice little rant. <laughs> so I want to give you guys a chance to let your voice be heard. So feel free to give me a call. And then also hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. That definitely, hopefully, will help the rate algorithms. But we'll keep it moving. So, uh, as far as Trump, you know, you know, Trump being put into power, uh, once again, it's I, 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 I'm torn because I like the fact he came in playing hardball. You know, apparently with the cabal you know he came in so about draining the swamp obviously the swamp was too big it got the best of him and all this election rigging and all that stuff that took place was a complete sham you know it just it didn't take much to see how rigged everything actually was but now we have the recount thing taking place now so i heard something about 10 states are talking arizona still in the process other states are talking about doing again will it work probably not we'll probably have a false flag before then but you know you know you know it's It'll be interesting to see if it did happen. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, Doug from Columbus, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, what's going on, man? Give me a quick thought. Yeah, let me give you two quick questions. Um, do you think that, uh, you know, if this 
you know, these war drums are beating. You think we could keep it, you know, to a proxy war like we have in the past, you know, with the whole Syria and the Iraq, you know, we're fighting different people through different <laughs> countries. If we could keep it in a proxy war, you mm-hmm. know, we could keep the big, you know, superpowers from getting, getting too hot and, you know, maybe blowing off a nuke. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know, we talk about the globalists and stuff. Do you think that Russia and China are involved with the globalists or their enemies? I think so. Great, great two questions. Great question. So my personal thought is that um, if there is a conflict, it will not be small, in my personal opinion, just because I think we're at the end of a monetary system. And so at the end of a monetary system, based on prior experiences, the wars tend to be, you know, multi-country around the planet, you know, type of ordeals. And here in the U.S., we've never, to my knowledge, uh, apart from having our own inner conflict, civil war, revolutionary war, stuff like that, we haven't had troops, foreign troops on our soil in quite a uh, quite a while. Now, I think that will be extreme, but definitely something that could eventually come into fruition, because what better way to bring the fight than other to bring it to American soil, given the fact that America has held a prob- held power for over a hundred plus years with the monetary you know system being unlocked. So I can see there being a conflict. It will not just be a small proxy war. It's going to be something big because all nations are hurting right now because of the currency system that needs to be rebooted. And then we got this cyber situation coming in about you know supposedly the next couple of weeks that little uh, the practice round, which going to eventually turn into something real. You better believe they're going to say it was Russia, China, and then. That's, that could be that spark to just say, hey, they attacked us already. We about to, you know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be nothing small. And then the second question was, it is a possibility that all parties, Russia and China and all those guys are sitting in a war room together, strategizing on how they can make it appear that there's a good guy, bad guy. We got to defend the free world from, from evil China while all doing this for China. Because I think, you know, power, the power shift is already in play. Like, the Belt and Road Initiative is already built. Everything's manufactured in China. The surveillance state in this country resembles that of China. Just, you know, here's another thing. I'm ranting a little bit, but look at the freeways throughout our entire country. Everybody, look at the freeways. Every quarter of a mile, there's a 5G tower off the freeway. There's, and I see two, which means what, what the hell do you need two for? One is for probably for telecommunications. One is probably for a surveillance state, i.e. I- Operation Warp Speed, which is still in play. And then every... Uh, 200 yards or so, there's a, a CCV TV, closed caption television. To me, all that seems like it's very China-like as far as the surveillance state. So my personal opinion, China already owns the USA and all this is done to, as, a, as a show to make it look like we we gave a great, great fault, but yet you know, power still will be shifted because in my opinion, Joe Biden is a puppet of whoever has the highest bid. <laughs> and so I believe it already. his son has already proven that he's you know, they're, they're connected out east anyway. So that's just my opinion, man. So what you're saying is there's just one cabal and they're controlling everything. Russia, China, U.S. I, I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, just think about this. The Rothschild family is the orchestrator of a centrally controlled banking model itself. They are in every single country on this planet in some capacity. How do they avoid going into China and Russia you know, and infiltrating their systems and their politicians as well. Everybody in politics has a price. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know, 99%. I'd say 0.1 might be honest, but those are the people who don't make no moves. It's the other 99 that's corrupt and paid for that do all the bidding for all these high power players that got that actually own the central banks. You know what I'm saying? If you own a central bank, you own all the too big to fail banks, everything happens to always work out in their favor. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. So that's just me. 
<laughs> One more quick thing, Mike. Yeah. If you were going to do something big, like jump a big lump on some, you know, whatever you're going to invest in gold, silver, you know, whatever, would you do it before this uh, this trial thing coming up early July? What's the date on that again? July 9th? Uh, the test run for the Cyber Party got us July 9th, and then we got the Basel 3 event June 28th. And then the UFOs, you know, I, I saw, I got an article, I got to grab it, an article, you know, Washington, D.C. is bombarded with, you know, UFO talk. So by August, we're going to see something on TV. And so this summer, something will jump off. So right now is the cheapest silver or gold or land or anything might be because the response to any type of shock to the system is going to be more funny currency. So it's going to definitely drive the prices up of things that are so-called you know, you know undervalued now which happens to be gold and silver like never before so my personal opinion if i had a lump of, lump of change i wouldn't be sitting in paper <laughs> as much or and that's just me so but hey man it gets more right, calls i appreciate, I appreciate you sorry about that hello call where are you calling from but lost him all right give me a call um, yeah, I mean, I went on a long rant there, man. That's just, you know, just my thoughts there, you know, could be right. Could be wrong. Who knows? We'll see. But just stuff to make it, you know, make you think, make you question, question everything, believe nothing, verify for yourself. All right. Uh, the phone lines. Okay. Let me shoot. All right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Frank from Brisbane. How are you, Mike? Frank, I'm doing good, my friend. Where are you calling from again? Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, Australia. Okay, down under. What's going on, my friend? Give me, give me some good news from down there. Hey, look, mate. I, I grew up out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Mike, I, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. It feels like we live at a point in history where there are no sovereign nations, mm-hmm. meaning there there are some ruler there are some rulers behind the scenes controlling things. And these sovereign nations, this is theater for the dumb peasants. Yeah, and uh, you know, sanctions. Wars, these, these, all, all of that, what we see unfolding is uh, we're living in tax farms. I live in a tax farm. Every If you look, start looking at countries like tax farms, mm-hmm. um, and then, then things start to kind of, the pieces of the puzzle start to come together. But it, maybe there were sovereign nations at some point. It seems like this is uh, this is more of a show for the dumb and deceived peasants these days. And whatever's, whatever world is to come is going to be done through these sovereign nations, yeah. through the so-called leaders of these sovereign nations. But yeah. uh, to, to, to think sovereign nations still exist, I think, is a little bit of a fantasy but that's all i wanted to know. What, what are your thoughts on that though mike uh, i agree my friend i agree and just the idea that we got the belt and road initiative which is a eastern hemisphere atmosphere a eastern hemisphere ordeal and then now they're talking about doing the build back better world initiative i don't want that like you know the, the sad truth the sad part is that we don't have a choice in any of this like literally most people are so distracted with their day-to-day and all that other stuff which is important but we're forgetting the long term they're they're restructuring and reshaping our futures right in front of our noses and most people don't even know about it and i'm thinking like we're literally and it's a it's an all-out spiritual warfare like just the fact that you got the belt and road initiative build back better all of that is designed to work together at some point in the future against the kingdom of god initiative you know so that to me is the most important initiative that i want to work for and i want to see but i gotta keep grinding man yep this is the spiritual war this this is this is what it's all about. And what do you do before you take take a country over? You get them fat. Mm-hmm. And so what did we do? We set up Uber three years ago. Mm-hmm. What do you also want to do? You want to bread and them, entertain them, Kardashian them. And that's what we're living <laughs> in. We're- oh, man. Very <laughs> true, man. <laughs> hey, man. Appreciate you calling <laughs> in, my friend. Be good down there. 
Take right. care. Take care, Mike. God bless. Brother. Thanks, man. Bro. God bless you as well. Appreciate you. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff, man. So yeah, so and I, I, I got I got something for that, man. I got something, man. I've been thinking about this for a while. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hello. Hey, hey, this is Troy from Dallas. Can you hear me? Yes, clearly? I can. Troy, how you doing, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Hey, well, quick thought. I've uh, been, you know, traveling as usual, but you know, more and more the idea is sent in that you know each different state is starting to feel like a country of its own. Mm, and, uh, you know, with everybody moving to the south, like Texas and Florida and Tennessee and places, it's sort of like an exodus to, you know, last fashion of freedoms in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as far as the east as far as the east and west technological war, uh, you know, I, I sort of feel like, you know, if, if China and those nations over there that have heavily manufactured our last generation of technology, and there's another one that's sort of, you know, just waiting in the rough, just waiting to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's gonna, there's gonna, it's basically gonna be a war for who can outdo, uh, you know, technological supremacy. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, they've are, and then we've also had a lot of scientific discoveries. They finished the uh, human genome project has been completed mm-hmm. within the past few days. So yeah. 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 What we're going to see pretty soon is going to seem, you know, so magical, especially more so because there's a economical where they've, they've called out that there's going to be a race mm-hmm. who can do it the best. Yeah. So, you know, we know that there's been technology and patents that's been, you know, suppressed for so long. So it's just interesting to see what's going to, you know, come in the world to come. Yeah. Good point, man. Good point. And, and while you're talking, I, I'm, I'm going to pull up a couple of things here to just show how, how far along we've come to where. Uh, let me pull this up on the screen if I can. Uh, it talks about it's an article here that says. Uh, let me show it to the audience real quick. It's very it's very frightening. It says scientists are weaving human brain cells into microchips. So they've already finished that process of being able to put human cells into a microchip to make it work together. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That next transhumanism type of stuff and it's it's already done like they've they've been successful with it so yeah and, and, and i sort of feel like on the social side you know not not to bring that 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 talking you know to if it's divisive but you know we've already seen the trans movement when it comes to gender but mm-hmm. you know we, we're, we're only thinking about it as far as that goes i mean like you mentioned transhumanism there are going to be people that identify as software or I identify as this certain kind of an avatar or something like that. And, and, and who's to say you can discriminate a person like that? And, yeah. and, and with, uh, you know, you know, merging, you know, technology and microchips, they've, they've, they've already come to the understanding that, you know, they're able to, uh, you know, use the, the DNA in, in the DNA genome sequencing. They're able to use mm-hmm. D and see that DNA acts as a sort of storage system. Mm-hmm. So now there's an ability to manipulate that. So, hey, if we can you know, utilize, you know, what people say is junk DNA that people aren't using, yeah. you know, maybe we can save on, maybe, you know, that could be a good alternative to the chip shortage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, appreciate you calling and share your thoughts, man. <laughs> wow. Hey, yeah, sorry, yeah, no problem. Yeah, be good. Uh, good stuff, man. A lot of great thoughts there. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. Let's talk. But yet that one article there, you know, there's just, you know, just scientists are weaving human brain cells in a microchip. Like how far can the imagination go? That's where they're taking us. And then it, everything, it boils back down to what's been revealed through scripture. Like, and that's where it's like, 
you factor in this in current this current phase we're in now, everything is lining up perfectly. Like, and, and just it's just no coincidence we happen to be here at a time where there is no moral compass for our country. Everything goes like I'm seeing all types of acronyms and letters being put together and people saying they deserve this and they they it's offensive to say they or e or hit call your child or he or she i'm like huh like what you know, come on now but anyway so just to let you know how much worse it's going to become get here's something here that is worth mentioning because this is breaking today it says cnn the fbi has warned lawmakers in washington that you know that certain letter of the alphabet followers may become more violent because they can no longer trust the plan and so it's a, 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 a deliberate liberal setup making it make those people who are labeled as trump supporters as being the far left extremists man i've showed you articles before where they talk about having uh the, the need to basically Get away from ISIS and ISIL now, Qaeda, and bring it home and call extremists and liberal and, and I'm sorry, radicalists and conservatives as you know that that level of language. Hello, caller. Which name we calling from? Mike, Tim, Colorado. Tim, how you doing, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Okay, I'm going to keep it real short for you. Executive summary. Okay. Okay. And the end of a Ponzi scheme, war between good and evil. That's where we are, brother. Yeah, uh, definitely. Now, the question for you is the good and evil in the natural sense, or are you talking about the the evil in regards to the entire orchestration we're experiencing against, you know, the creator of all of this? Yes, yes. Yeah. This is definitely spiritual. And, and you're talking to a guy that, you know, I haven't read the Bible or anything, but I there's definitely a higher power, brother. Yeah. Well, here, Tim, do me a favor, man. How about this? How about you pick pick up the good book as just a good, re, some good reading material, regardless of anything else other than just a historical context. Go through it, preferably, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, the red pages, if you got New King James, and just thumb through it and have some fun with it. Just hear, just read about some good fairy tale type stories. And if you were to do that, I believe that the power within those words can definitely do some things in you to where I think it'd be easier to come back for a second dosage. <laughs> wow. That's some potent stuff, Mike. That, it, it is potent. It is, it is very powerful. I must admit it. it yeah. It, it's, it's Mike. turned my life inside out and, 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 Sorry. and, and a lot of, and a lot of not so good ways too, but <laughs> yeah, no, I understand, sir, but check this out. So yeah. I had these bad dreams about mm -hmm. where I used to work, mm -hmm. and my friend came up and gave me gave me two Bibles. Mm -hmm. So I will do it your recommendation, mm -hmm. but I put them right at my headboard in my bed. Yeah, and and my dreams weren't as bad, but yeah. I've only read it a couple of times. Yeah, I will I will get into it, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Hey man, appreciate you calling, Tim. Man, good luck with that. Definitely, man. Okay. You know, keep 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 me informed, man. Shoot me an email or something. Let me know what you read, and I would love to. You know, just you know, just you know, share my two cents on that too. I got an opinion about everything, man. <laughs> okay, it's good right, stuff man. and great callers, Mike. Appreciate you, and man. And you're you're super intelligent, bro. Uh, man, I'm 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 in training, man. I appreciate you though. <laughs> <laughs> Be good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, man. It's yeah. It, it's no way. And it, so okay. 
and I'm curious. I'm open for ideas, suggestions. Okay, let me know. And so I was thinking earlier today. I'm thinking like, like in this current environment. And mind you, I've been doing you know like just uh, commentaries, analysis, macroeconomic you know viewpoint stuff for a couple years now. And I always knew that there would come a point where we will be in these times to where it wouldn't be hard to realize that hey, you know, life is getting a little bit more expensive. Uh, my purchasing power is not there. Like people, Penhouse, I appreciate you, my man. Thank you for the blessing as well as LBP. I saw that as well. Um, I always knew that at some point in my life that, you know, we would be experiencing these current events now. I didn't know when. I had an idea that it would be in this 2020 to 2030 time frame just because things just seemed like it would be timely. And then, of course, came across the econo- you know, economist cover, you know, saying 2018 paper burn. I started putting stuff together, question everything. But then also the Bible is the ultimate authority on all of this. So knowing that Revelation is the summary of how everything comes to an end. And then me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm spending more time in revelations to hopefully get a greater level of understanding. I literally asked the Lord to open the eyes of my understanding so that I can see it in a new way. I want to literally see the word in a new way every time I open it. So I, that's kind of where I'm at now. And so I have to incorporate this into this because there's no way you can talk about dollars and cents without talking about the creator of all this and the enemy that's against all humanity. Like it's one of those things to be aware of, like the fact that, you know, we're being attacked. The government's destroying personal power. Our government's trying to enslave us. They're trying to put us in FEMA camps and you know enslave us, yada, yada, yada. But to be told ahead of time that you're going to have persecution, you know, be of good cheer. You know, you're going to have times of tribulation, you know, not because of you, but because of my name's sake, like literally like. And so here's something else. Here's another little thing. I imagine before 2030, the Bible. And all religion itself, religion will be, it'll be lumped up under religion. It wasn't, it won't, it won't be anything about, you know, actually the Christian faith. It'll just be Jesus, who's the most attacked person in, in ever over any other character. But yet between now and 2030, the Bible will probably not be allowed, i.e. similar to, you know, Sharia law, how there's certain things that can't participate and it'll become very, uh, offensive, offensive, a but be illegal to do certain things because there will be no moral compass because we're already running on fumes now with the lack of uh, respect for human life. <laughs> Just leave it at that. So I'd imagine before 2030, the, the Bible will not be a document that will be read because the millennials and older are the only ones that actually read physical books. Generation Y, Generation Z, they use apps. And mark my words, before 2025, the Bible app will be removed off of Android and iTunes. And in the Middle East, another country, some country I read, they already banned the Bible. It's not allowed on the app anymore in that region. So that's, you know, it's starting in the Middle East, starting out East. It's going to work as well over here. Politicians here, they already, you know, they pray in the name of he and she. You know, so like this last congressional, like last year, whoever it was, like, you know, gave a prayer saying, in the name of he and she or something. I'm like, huh? So you see where this is going. How can you keep your spiritual life out of this? Hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Gabe here from uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. How's it going? Gabe, I'm doing good, my friend. How are you doing? What's happening in your neck of the woods? Hey, you know, I'm just listening to you as much as I can. Uh, you're one of my favorite channels. So. Appreciate you. God, you're doing God's work, man. Uh, I try. <laughs> What's going on with you? You man? know, one of the things, one of the things I, I guess, wanted to ask you about, and maybe some of your listeners are already familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But um, 
a couple, I want to say two years ago, a buddy of mine, he sent me this link, and it mm-hmm. was to the CIA website. Mm-hmm. And he uh, said, uh, it was called Bloodlines of the Illuminati. Mm. Are, you, are you familiar with that? Um, I am not. Uh, go ahead, keep talking, though. I, I got something right here I'm going to pull up. Okay, so I guess what it is going on, what you're kind of talking about right now. Yeah. It gives an idea of how evil these people are. I mean, I mean, I, I understand the CIA, they're masters of disinformation, mm-hmm. so maybe that's what it's put out there for. Mm-hmm. But I read the book, and it was like I couldn't read it all at once. I had to, you know, read it in stages because it was so dark, so disturbing, mm-hmm. and it, it just gives an insight of how evil these people really are. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know if there's anybody out there, you know, your your listeners that even doubt about it, what kind of people these are. Uh, I, I just yeah. Google Google that. Yeah. So find while you're talking, I actually I actually happen to have a screenshot of the 13 bloodlines Illuminati on my screen here. So I popped it. So as you're talking, people can see it now. So we have a lot of names on here of actors and characters and people that uh, have been a part of this. So I don't know who, where this came from, but I take it as that these are just some of the many players, but a lot of people here, we know Rothschilds, Rockefeller, Russell's and a couple other DuPont. So a lot of names on here that we heard of, but a lot of people I'm sure we don't know, but anyway, continue on my friend. Yeah, and I mean, when you start going into the book, and it kind of, you know, the it splits off with the different, you know, the marriages and stuff, mm-hmm. and the different that there's different last names. But yeah, one of the things I did is I just some of the names that I wasn't familiar with, I just typed them into Google, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you just get, you know, the different. It's more or less their descendants of today. Yeah, you find out who they who they were. And they start popping up in the news. And yeah. You can see the articles. Like one that disturbed me, being you know in, in Canada, mm-hmm. was uh, our campaign finance man- manager of our prime minister uh, Trudeau. Mm-hmm. He's his bloodline or his cousin or something got busted down uh, in Boston or something a couple years ago, and it was on mainstream media. Yeah, and. She got busted for um, being in a child sex trafficking ring. And it was like, boom, there it is. And it was just examples like that, one after another, one after another. And you can see all the connections. And you don't even have to go down the rabbit hole too deep Mm -hmm. because it's all on, you know, mainstream news outlets. Not that, you know, I give them much attention, but for them, for you to see the connections without even having to go, you know, to, you know, kind of the, the more out there websites. Yeah. It was like, wow. It was, it was pretty disturbing. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Very true, man. And, and I think a lot of this goes, I mean, of course, all of this is biblical in nature. And just a very bloodline concept mimics that of the bloodline of David with the promised Messiah in the end. So that whole, you know, Satan is an imitator of everything good. So the whole bloodline concept, it, to me, is the complete opposite of that, of him having his own way of working evil throughout his own bloodline of followers and whatnot to, to produce nothing but evilness, which is what this current this world is saturated in sin. So it doesn't surprise me one bit, man. So, but yet the blood of Christ has already prevailed. Thank God. <laughs> but, uh, Hey man, I you know, appreciate I, you. I, I, but you know, it's, 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 um, 
there are days I have to just unplug because mm-hmm. I get really down over this stuff. Like mm-hmm. it gets to me. Like I, you know, I'm I'm just a a working man mm-hmm. trying to feed my family, right? And it's yeah. like, man, I just, you know, you just want to be left alone, kind of thing, right? Like. Uh, who, who yeah. you think to yourself there's guys like me the average people like who are we hurting we're just trying to get by yeah and that's the thing like and so and i'm not sure i'm not sure where you stand at spiritually you know but uh if you happen to be a believer in christ then uh, i can understand how you can get caught up in the natural realm of things because your your human senses sight smell touch taste and feeling you see and, and your your senses tell you that this is all there is because that's all we've known but then that's why for me faith comes into play because i'm believing God for something greater than like, I know even in uh, Hebrews, uh, no Romans 13, if I'm not mistaken, talks about, you know, the patriarchs of faith, how they lived on this earth as if they were not from here. Like, and they always held on to faith. And I promise that their promise would be that they would have a place that they can call home one day. And that plays into a lot of, you know, the idea of, you know, us living on this earth redone with God forever. So that's down the line. But I personally find my source of strength through just scripture, man. That's why I was mentioning earlier, like, not sure where you stand, but, you know, definitely you're not alone. You're not by yourself. You know, God is basically one prayer away, my friend, from filling that void if that is something that you do feel. So I want to encourage you to, to, to be open to that, you know, if you haven't before. So because it, it, it's there. It's, yeah, it's available no, I, to you. I definitely am, a, you know, a believer in Christ for sure. I mean, uh, the, the, I I'm first to admit, you know, it's I've kind of gone off the path during this pandemic. Like I can't go to my normal Mm-hmm. place of worship i right. can't right. Uh, meet up oh. with people like uh we're we're a lot more locked down than you guys are in yeah. different states down there so it's 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 a lot it's a whole different world it's it's um yeah. we're really oppressed up here as far as the lockdown goes yeah um the one thing that does give me hope and i don't know if it maybe this is a bad way of looking at hope but do you follow the sun cycles and what we're kind of going through right now uh a lot of people in the community you know, keep me up to date on that. But I personally, that's just one of maybe a, a boatload of subject matters that I just don't have the time to really dive into. I stick to what I think I'm good at or what I'm called to focus on. <laughs> so, but yet I, I'm familiar with it. I just don't dive into it deeply or really use it as my, you know, extra source of information to rely upon. So not saying it's not real. I just, right. I don't go too down. I don't go down a rabbit hole too deep myself. <laughs> I just wonder, you know, if that's God's way of, you know, really letting the sun loose on us and doing a a, a real reset, you know, yeah. a holy reset. On yeah, us. yeah, but that's and, the thing, like, you know, and that's where and that's where it can be confusing because, you know, I don't want to say that it's sorcery or, you know, the 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 things that the Lord tells us to stay away from because a lot of people can use the stars to read this to. You know, your sign, your birthday. I mean, a lot of people, numerology is like baked into the system of how things operate. But nowhere in the Bible does it say go looking for signs and wonders from, you know, you mentioned about the, you know, the pagans seek signs and wonders, you know what I'm saying? Because that's opposite of faith. They need to see something all the time to validate what they believe. Whereas in people of faith, we're told to just believe. And as simple as it is, it's extremely hard because human nature is that, you know, I got to see it in order to believe it. And that's not God, you know, unfortunately, that's just not God. So that's why I don't go down a rabbit hole because it can be dangerous because it'll open you up to something that God may not want you to even go down because you get caught up and be taken away from his word. That's so that's why I'm cautious. And so that's just me. But, uh, but Hey man, I want to, I want to definitely have you when we dial back, when we say a little prayer, man, I definitely keep you, keep you in prayer. And uh, definitely I would say just, you know, keep plugging along, man. And just, you know, keep believing. All right. I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, God bless you. All right. Be good.
Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, so in, in regards to our call there, man, like everybody over last year has been, you know, everybody's lives have been adjusted. Even if you were considered essential and able to do your normal daily duties, everybody's life took a little bit of a shift. And also, I want to acknowledge real quick uh, those love offerings that I saw. Um, let me see where it go from uh, the only lioness. Appreciate the love offerings. Thank you for being a blessing. Thank you. Um, but okay, getting ready to dial back, people. As always, it's been great. It's been great to connect. Uh, definitely to be amongst people to think like you, somewhat like you. And so we're all a part of a bigger community, of course, uh, the body of Christ. And so one thing I want to share with you real quickly. Um, I was, of course, as I mentioned, it's never been more important than right now to continue to edify and to build up your spiritual account because right now we're all going to need to draw upon it. So you can't withdraw, you can't withdraw upon something you never deposited in. And so that goes to my callers earlier. Like, you know, everybody's going to need to be able to withdraw from your spiritual account, but yet you got to make sure you deposit on a daily basis and as, as often as you can in accordance to, you know, your, the, the level of importance you're willing to give uh, to your relationship with God. But anyway, just thinking of today, earlier today in, in, in prayer and I came across something, let me pull up real quick. And uh, it had to do with this current experience that we're all up against. And, of course, back and forth, my wife talking and just our family situation. And um, let me uh, let me see here. So I want to talk about the temple of God because, of, you know, heard a good word from a pastor yesterday talking about the temple of God. And it related to something from Second Samuel 6, 11 in regards to uh, Obadiah, Obadiah and how he touched the ark and, you know, meant, meant well. And it was when they were moving the ark from one location to the house of David and the ark was holy and it just wasn't handled and treated holy. And then he died. Uzziah died after touching the ark. Okay, cool. Not cool, but get my point. But fast forward now. And I'm thinking about how holy God is and how us being under a new covenant, we too are holy vessels. We are considered temples of the living God. And that's, that's what the word tells us. And what does that have to do with all this, Mike? Well, this has a lot to do with this, because if we're holy temples, then the whole point of being holy is to be consecrated and undefiled and undefiled from the stains of this world, of course. But then again, we have this current pandemic experience that we're experiencing as well. And a part of the enemy's plan, in my personal opinion, is to defile our bodies, i.e., you know, that stuff in your body to where. When you look into the technology behind it and what it possibly can do to your human genome sequence down the line, it alters the temple. And so this is just me. I'm just talking for myself. You know, if you don't feel me, you know, feel free to turn it off. I'm about to go down that right, that right road a little bit. But if our body is a temple of the living God, this our body is meant to be sacredly used for, as vessels for the kingdom of God. Think about what's happening in the world right now. As I mentioned earlier, we're in a spiritual warfare where we have the kingdom of darkness versus the kingdom of light. We got the Build Back Road initiative. We got the Build Back Better World initiative. All those entities are collaborating in orchestration with the enemy himself because all of this is taking us down that one world pathway towards a one world government with the one world currency, Antichrist, the father of the temple, you know, all that good stuff like that is coming. And so what better way to corrupt, distort the temple of God other than to basically change the genome sequence of the body. So that's what, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of my thought process as to why this whole process is ungodly. And it's not something that uh, I personally can really see the need to participate in, but yet my temple 
is my holy sanctuary where Christ lives inside of me. So I don't want to participate in something that I think has the risk of harming the temple. And I got some scripture here, but I'll leave it at that just because I, I was going to talk about a particular one. Uh, and so I'll just share with you this when I typed in temple. This may not be it exactly, but for those that may not be familiar, uh, just so you guys can see what I'm talking about, let me show real quick. And then we're going to close out with a little bit of prayer. And uh, definitely I want to be of encouragement to everybody that keep pushing forward, fight the good fight of faith because we're all on the same team whether or not you're a believer or not. We're all against a foe that desires to kill, steal, and destroy everything about you. You just don't like you just because, you know, you're created in the image and likeness of God. <laughs> so anyway, 1 Corinthians 3.17 says, If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. And so this is a, this is a verse I came across. So if any man defile the temple, him shall God destroy. Now, think about the satanic plan behind all of this experience we're, ha we're, we're having. And a lot of this, you know, the Fauci emails show that all this is not real on the surface. It's all pre-planned, you know, lab grown, whatever. And so to me, I look at it as like literally they're trying, you know, this whole experience is trying to defile my temple. And so it says for the temple of God is holy, which temple I am. And so it's my response. If, if I have any any bit of inkling of suspicion that something isn't right. And based upon his word, if something doesn't sit well in my spirit, then I have to speak up and I have to share my opinion because my temple is on the line. You know what I'm saying? And so reason I mention all this is just because, you know, we're, 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 we're being consistently bombarded with all of this push to uh, have people participate in something that once again, it, it, for some, it might be necessary, but, in accordance to what I believe and what I've been re receiving through scripture, it's not. And so be encouraged from that standpoint. If anybody out there was in question, you know, just to, you know, ask God, ask God and he'll let you know what's right and what's wrong for you, hopefully. And so we'll all be on the same page. But anyway, back to my point of we are all temples of the living God himself. And so we're not just here for fun. We're not just here just to lollygag and kick it and just, you know, enjoy life. That's a part of the blessing of being alive. But we're here for a reason because this is a short window of time and, and space carved out of time that we live in for a reason. And the reason is ultimately to advance and to further the kingdom initiative. And this all goes back to the idea that they got the build back better initiative. You got the belt and road initiative. You got all these man-made entities trying to share their value, their morals, their principles, which has nothing to do based upon any type of structurally sound kingdom christ focused christ centered nothing they don't mention god whatsoever they talk about science they don't put a god in none of this by design and what are they trying to do move you away from god they're trying to make you feel that this is all there is to you when there's not we are here on a mission people we're on a mission here to build the kingdom of god simply that's one thing i have to continue to be be mindful of for myself is because i am not my own i, I don't i'm not my own i don't belong to me the moment I gave my life to Christ for the good and bad, <laughs> I said that I would follow him regardless. And that's a part of being a disciple. If you're if you're born again, you're a temple, meaning that the spirit lives in you. You are a disciple, which means you're a student, which means you're a follower. But you're a follower of someone who's worth following. And <laughs> he's a righteous, benevolent king, the prince of peace, the king of kings and lord of lords. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I can go on a whole rampage. But people be encouraged. Be blessed. Stay prayed up. 
And ultimately, it's all about further advancing the kingdom initiative. So I'm going to be talking a lot more about the kingdom initiative because that's what's important to me, you know, and hopefully it is to you guys as well. Because the Build Back Better initiative, I, I, that's not me. That's not something that I can even support or stand behind because I see where it's going. But anyway, people, if you are interested in uh, taking a moment and just lifting up the king himself right now to show him that uh, he is Lord and king of everything, regardless of what the enemy has planned, then I invite you to do that. And so simply we're going to close off with a simple prayer. If we have believers out there, feel free to bow your head. If we have non-believers, stick around because the Lord doesn't discriminate. You know, you don't got to believe in him in order for it to participate in this because he believes in you. So anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening on a Monday night to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that you are good and your mercy prevails over everything. Father, we thank you for your divine plan for your children. Father, we ask you to give us wisdom and insight as to how you want us to conduct our lives in this day and age. Father, we are living in the greatest time in human history. People have come and gone waiting to see what you're about to do in this earth in this particular generation. Father, we thank you in advance to be a part of this. We ask for strength and courage for our brothers in Canada, for all of our brothers and sisters around the world, Father, that know you and just need a little jolt in their spirit to, to be reminded that you're still there. Father, we ask you to show yourself strong in all of our lives. Help us to fulfill your calling for our lives by helping your kingdom grow. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, the King. Amen. All right, people. That is all she wrote for the night. And so just that alone, just that, just, just calling on the name of Jesus. We need leaders to be willing to be bold enough to say what's real. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to this trust science, <laughs> trust science. Okay. Science validates scripture. If it doesn't, is it real science? Anyway, people, I can go on forever, but I'm not. Cause I get fired up after my prayer and I want to go some more, but I'm not anyway, I'm gonna be respectful of your guys time. And so if you've enjoyed this, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And then also all the information you guys need, all the free materials, all the free videos, everything I've done in regards to this subject matter is relatively available. Click the links below. And uh, other than that tomorrow, hopefully be back here. Lord willing, same time, same place. See you guys later. Peace.